Black Tree Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by black offenders. It is a podcast that anyone and everyone is welcome to enjoy, but it may not be enjoyed by anyone and everyone. So listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black Tree Crime. Hello, everyone. Hey, friends. <laughs> I'm Kayla. And I'm Mama Nikki. And this is Black True Crime. If this is yeah. your first time here at the show, friend, welcome and hello. Welcome, welcome. If you guys are new here, you probably don't know who Mama Nikki is, but she is me and Kristen's mother. She's amazing, and she guest spots on the show sometimes, and y'all love it. Well, I'm so happy to be here again, and I want to wish all the mommies, especially my new mommy, oh. Kayla, a happy Mother's Day. Okay, thank you, Mom. Thank you. I'm really excited for today's case because it's a Mother's Day case. I picked a case that at least happened on Mother's Day, and I really just wanted to do it with my mom. Kristen couldn't be here today, unfortunately, because all of our schedules are so different. But next week, it's going to be me, Kristen, and mom. So you guys get a double whammy dose of mom for Mother's Day. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get ready because she's exhausting. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> without further ado, let's get started. In honor of Mother's Day being right around the corner, I decided to choose a case that occurred on Mother's Day and covered it with my dearest mother, Mama Nikki. So join us as we discuss this year's Mother's Day murder. Mm. And this case didn't happen this year. It's just every year I do a case for Mother's Day and like different holidays. So that's why I said that. Are you guys ready? We are ready. As ready okay. as we can get. Mm-hmm. All righty. Here we go. On Sunday, May 9th, 1999, a little past midnight on Mother's Day, 35-year-old Lisa Kindred Steinberg and her three children, she had an eight-year-old, a two-year-old, and a 10-day-old baby, were sitting in a van. Eight-year-old, two-year-old, and a 10-day-old? Yes. So, newborn baby. And they're sitting in a van waiting for Lisa's husband, Will. He was briefly talking to a relative about buying their motorcycle, and this was in Roseville, Michigan. But he was taking too long, and Lisa started to get tired of waiting, so she got out of the car and walked up to the house and knocked on the door. And Will answered and told her to go back to the car and that he'd be out soon. So that was the first time that she went and knocked on the door. This was after like 20 minutes of sitting outside at nearly midnight with three children. Yeah. Right. Right. I was feeling for Lisa. Mm -hmm. So she goes back to the car and then he's still in the house for like another 20, 30 minutes. So she goes back up to the door. Who was he visiting? A relative about buying a motorcycle. So he's a child. Okay. For having his, you know, wife and children outside this late at night about a bike, but okay. Mm -hmm. So at this point, she goes back up to the door. She's like, listen, if you're not out here in two minutes, we're driving off and you're going to have to find your own way home. Right, right. So understandable. So mm -hmm. Lisa's walking back to the van, but as she's walking, a man approached her. Oh, no. 
Mm-hmm. He then shot at her while she was getting back into the car, and she was unfortunately hit by one of the shots. Wow. Yes. But she managed to get in the van and drive off. Oh, okay. Right. So she took her children and her out of harm's way. You know, three children in the car. Can you imagine? Oh, gosh. I know. So she pulled into a nearby gas station, and when she opened the door to get out, she just fell to the floor. Mm-hmm. Passerbys called 911, and Lisa was rushed to the hospital where she later died from a single gunshot wound to the chest. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you're on Patreon, you guys see a picture of the scene right now. So this is her minivan at the gas station after she's like crashed. And here are some more. But go ahead, Mom. What were you about to say? Her mama instinct powers kicked in, been shot mm-hmm. in the chest, and still got her babies to safety. Still got them out of there. Yep. Oh, Lisa. And I don't know if it was necessarily safety, but definitely she got them away from the gunfire. Yeah. And then we're going to we're going to kind of talk about how that's even more scary a little later. OK, rest in peace to Lisa. She was shot with a 22 caliber gun. And like I said, she was just hit the one time. And I mean, she left behind three children that witnessed their mother's passing. Like, that's insane. Wouldn't wish it on anyone. So sorry this happened to you, Lisa. At the time of her death, she was working as a surgical technician and if you guys aren't on Patreon, what are you doing? Uh, it's okay, though, but not really. <laughs> but yeah, if you're not on Patreon, Lisa is a white woman. And she was a part of the Jewish community in that area of Michigan. But from what I saw, I think her husband was black. From what I saw from a clip, because there wasn't much like actual pictures and stuff available for this case. So who knows? But yeah. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what also kind of speaks to what her her baby daddy might be black is because they were in a bad part of town where the cousin lived. So she was really uncomfortable and she had never even been on that side of town. So to be over there late at night, not feeling comfortable and your man's in the house, like she was not, okay. she was not comfortable. And he was disrespectful, leaving her out there that long. 110% disrespectful. She just popped a baby out of her cooter a week and a half ago. Right, 10 days ago. Hmm. Why is she even out? But we're going to get to that. Police officers quickly located two men nearby and questioned them about the shooting. Well, one of them was a man, so that was 23-year-old Raymond Jackson. Hmm. And, the, and the other one probably thought he was a man. He was 16-year-old Antonio Burnett. In what, dog years? That's the mom look a 16 year old ever seen. <laughs> you know how they look back in the Dizay. Everyone no, aged baby, like. No, no Dizay. A 16 oh. year old look like that. <laughs> he does look older. Maybe that's an older picture. <laughs> they make the Lord. pictures up. Had to have. That's what it's giving. <laughs> Either way, both of them, Raymond and the 16 year old Antonio, were questioned. And they were visibly intoxicated. So I read that they were both high and drunk when police finally caught up to them. So that's not a good sign off rip. Uh-huh. Raymond, the 23-year-old, was taken into custody just one hour after the murder, while Antonio wasn't picked up for another seven hours, I believe. That's what I read. Mm-hmm. Now, Raymond was known to suffer from mental health issues. I don't know what exactly he was diagnosed with or anything, but I do know that he claimed to hear voices. So, get so. 
Maybe, maybe. When both he and Antonio were questioned about Lisa's murder, they both pointed the finger at two different men, and their names were Kendrick Scott, who was 20 at the time, and then Justly Johnson, who was 24. Hmm. You got pictures? I do have pictures. If you're on Patreon, you see it. So this one right here, this is Kendrick, and then this is Justly. Okay, what year this happened? 1999. I don't remember looking like that in 99. Well, I'm old looking kids. (laughs) Mom, you looked old, no shade. No, you're right about it, Kayla. I am aging backwards a little bit. (laughs) A lot of time. The women look older than men. They look like that, but go ahead. (laughs) They were looking pretty old, but to be fair, Mom, in these pictures, they're not 20 and 24. So oh, okay. this is this is more so a picture of what oh, Justly okay. looked like when he was arrested. All right. That makes most sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. According to Antonio, Kendrick and Justly told him after the shooting that they had only planned to rob Lisa. He also said that he witnessed the men give their guns to their girlfriends to hide in the car, like in their trunks, until they were ready to dispose of them later. What? I know. What is that? They even know Lisa was there to even plan the robber. Thank you, mom. The husband. uh, (laughs) Mom, you you be smelling stuff in the water, child. (laughs) You smell stuff in the water. We're gonna get to the husband. Go ahead. But but yeah. So at this point, you know, Antonio claims that he saw them with a gun. Once you hear someone say that you saw them with a gun and. Mm -hmm after someone was murdered i mean i can understand why the police are like oh my gosh we have to find these guys mm-hmm. according to raymond justly told him that he quote hit a lick and quote had to shoot she just mm-hmm. got back in the car thank you she had no weapon on her wasn't threatening them in the slightest this is a white woman at twelve thirty a.m on a bad side of town what was she gonna do to you something smelled fishy Something's very fishy. And to make things smell even worse, there was nothing taken from the van. Lisa was never robbed, nothing. She was just shot and killed one time, and then the quote-unquote robbers ran off. Husband, go ahead. Mm. She had a life insurance policy. And it was 1999, people thought it was the end of the world. So yeah. uh, they think we're going to make it to 2000. So he was going to go out. He had to go a big shopping before she left wow. to get that insurance money. But go ahead. Wow, Mom. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> you this know, I was dreaming you. when I wrote this. Forgive me if I go straight. What's that? But it's 1999. Don't you want to go? Oh. That's Prince. Uh, but oh. we made it to 2023, <laughs> praise God. Shout out to Prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so based on these two statements that could literally have been completely made up, like, let's, can we consider that possibility? Right. Investigators decided to get arrest warrants for the two men, meaning for the ones that Antonio and Raymond are saying did it. So it's Kendrick and Justly. They got arrest warrants for them the same day that the murders happened Mm. and they charged both of them with felony murder assault with intent to commit robbery and possession of a firearm in the commission of a felony and they went off of uh hearsay what antonio said 110 percent what antonio and raymond said 
Okay, so where was Antonio and Raymond that they saw them shoot her and then they saw them giving their girlfriend's gun to hide? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. saw a lot of stuff. So they didn't really see them shoot okay. um, Lisa. They weren't witnesses to that, but they did claim that at a party later that night, like after the murder was committed. So remember, Lisa was killed around 1230. So they're claiming like between that time and... 7 30 8 30 a.m they went to a party with justly and kendrick and that's when they were heard talking about it and that's when they were told okay so police are like you know okay they were in close proximity they heard them say these things i mean it's coming i guess straight from the horse's mouth so they were ready to go also this is a white woman right in detroit and Mm -hmm. and she's jewish so you already know the community was like ready to get their pitchforks out and i guess they just wanted someone to take this fall real quick mm-hmm. so sad it's really really sad and i feel bad for lisa because lisa didn't want to be out anyway she had just had a baby and her children were in the car i mean the fear that she felt is probably unimaginable set up set yeah. up that's what it smells like to me but you know what do we know mom I know. We got some insight. Come on, let's go. But I have been wrong before. Come on, who did it? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get to it. Or maybe not. Let's see. Okay. The trial didn't happen until January of 2000. So Justly was tried first. His was in January of 2000. And at this point, I'm already like, what did they try them with? They don't have any evidence. So let's just see how this case goes. Uh Uh-huh. So like I said, both men were tried separately and Justly decided to have his fate decided by a judge instead of a jury. Mm-hmm. So his life was in the hands of Judge Prentice Edwards. Don't know who that is, but we don't really like him. Or her, because Prentice. Prentice, Prentice gives girl name a little bit. Mm-hmm. Either way, the two snitches testified, so Antonio and Raymond, and mm. said that Justly fully admitted that he was involved in the murder of Lisa Kendred, and Antonio recalled multiple times how he saw Kendrick hide a gun inside his girlfriend's car. Mm-hmm. Lie. And he said, "Lie, mom." And he said that this happened around seven or eight a.m. on Mother's Day. So this is what? hours after the murder. Mm-hmm. Now this is really important because Antonio's defense is like, "I don't think so, sir. That's impossible," because. Justly was already in police custody by then. Mm. So what I read, Raymond was brought into custody first before everybody else. And that was like an hour after the murder. And then Kendrick was brought in shortly after that. And then Antonio. And then it was Justly. Oh, so wow. how could Antonio see, you know, Antonio? I mean, there's too many names. How can Antonio see Kendrick put a gun in his girlfriend's car around seven if he was already at the police station by then. Mm-hmm. It's he just shouldn't. not he given. Lied. It gives it's a huge lie. And mm-hmm. if I was a judge, I would have thrown this through this whole case out just based on that. Right. Well, okay. I wouldn't have threw it out because somebody did it, but mm-hmm. something. <laughs> but with you know justly. fighting for his life at this point it's like the one person that can connect these two is lying about being able to see something and we can prove that he's lying so i think even with that his defense team should have at least motioned to have the whole case thrown out right 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 okay Mm -hmm. so will lisa's husband would end up testifying about the night of the murder saying that the family went to a drive-in movie theater earlier that saturday night and 
this also makes me think that maybe her her husband was black because they went to go see the movie Life. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, Mom, but Life is about two black guys that are wrongly convicted and they spend their lives in prison or whatever. Mm. Um, So it's kind of ironic, right? In this situation, the exact same thing is... What'd you say? He was black. Mm -hmm. He was black and he went to a black neighborhood and that's where Antonio, Justin... um, Old man, old man came from. <laughs> That's what he was saying. His cousin wasn't living over there. They lying. Not if he was Jewish. <laughs> well, his fr- his cousin did live in that area. Yeah, but he he it was a like I said a seedy part of town. It like was kind of rough. So, mm-hmm. and no shade. Like Jewish people usually live in like nicer areas. Yeah, the ones I know, because where I'm from in St. Louis, up in U City, they got a mm-hmm. whole street dedicated to them because they bought the whole street. Um, right <laughs> and they had a whole community because jews got mm-hmm. a lot of money so uh yeah that part mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> all right so yeah so they were definitely in his neck of the woods with his family mm-hmm. okay so uh the will he's testifying and he described lisa as being impatient which mm. really stood out to me because i was like your wife is dead and you're talking about her being impatient because you're at your cousin's house at 12.30 a.m. talking he about a bike? That? Yes. Negro. I he know. And she got three small babies in the car. Been out three. all day. Her wound ain't even finished drying. And she's impers- in, 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 uh, impatient. She's still seeping. She yeah. literally is probably sitting on an ice pack while she's in the car. That part. And she's that- talking about she's impatient. Because mm-hmm, he, he did it. Come on. Mm-hmm. Red flag. <laughs> so, yeah, he's explaining all this, whatever. And he said after he told her to go back to the car, he said he heard a car door slam. And when he looked outside, he caught the van speeding off. So that's when she had already been shot and she was just leaving. And it's weird that he didn't hear the gunshot. That's what I'm going to say that part. So you heard the car door slam, but you didn't hear that gun first. Right. Guns are loud. Like I heard a gunshot. Two, I heard like two gunshots once, and it woke me up out of my sleep. Right. So I One don't know. Time I hear them, uh, that I recognize them is on New Year's Eve because of the night I ain't around them enough to be knowing them. Right. I'll be, remember, I'll be in trouble. Remember, <laughs> mom, mom. I wouldn't duck. I wouldn't duck or nothing because I ain't familiar with the sound. <laughs> I'm like, what's that? Because everything's Lord. so noisy anyway. But it's on New true. Year's Eve, I duck and hide because I know what they're doing. Cracking <laughs> up. Remember when I lived in the hood, mom, in Newport News, and the like my neighbor across the street was shot and killed? That's the gunshot that I'm talking about. Oh, yes, in the hood, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. not good. Shout out to you him. Should... Rest in peace. Yeah, somebody murdered him. They really did. It was two kids. I know who did it. I, I don't know who did it, but I saw who did it. I never saw them again after that. So. I'm glad you didn't testify. So I won't have to be covering your case. <laughs> well, um, to be fair, I did tell the people when they knocked on my door at 5.30 a.m., I told them it was two people. It was a boy and a girl, and they ran away. Yeah, I told, because I live over here. I don't need nobody trying to rob me in the middle of the doggone morning. That was a sketchy neighborhood coming out. <laughs> so sketchy. <laughs> they were doing things, doing strange things for some change on them grounds. And... Uh, <laughs> so sad i thought we were, i was setting you up i know the place was so cute but they, yeah, they were very like, cute in the daytime yeah <laughs> i think the I grounds pictures. was clean and everything uh-huh. shoot 
I may, night, I may include them on Patreon, but <laughs> you know, as soon as it was like six p.m., you may catch somebody giving a blowy. Right, right, right. On the corner, or in your backyard, or in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. what happened. Okay, so he claimed the last thing he saw was the van speeding off, and then he saw a man he didn't know running away through an empty parking lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Parking lot. It's like a lot. You know how some areas have like empty lots or whatever. So that's more of what it was giving. And he claims he chased the guy, but the guy got away. Really? Mm. But then he didn't call the police. No. At least he didn't. At least he didn't call the police while he was there. So apparently his cousin that was living in the house, his cousin went to go look for where the van went because he was looking for the guy too. But then he eventually just was like, okay, I'm going to go try to find Lisa and went to the gas station and that's where he saw Lisa. And then the husband, Will, he got to the gas station as well. And when he got there, he was just seeing her being wheeled into the ambulance. So that was like the last thing he necessarily saw in regards to Lisa. Dear Jesus. And I'm like, with all this hoopla and the talking and the chit-chatting, where is the evidence that shows Justin and Kendrick were one of these people that ran away like what led you guys to these men other than those two men telling you it was them well let's let's rewind for a second how did antonio and the other dude come into play anyway the the police just saw them walking and questioned them how, how did they get to them great question mom so i really think it was just like proximity mm-hmm. it doesn't really show like even when I was reading the court transcripts, it didn't really tell like how Antonio and Raymond came onto their radar. But Mm -hmm. I do know Antonio was like knocked out in a car for most of the night because he was like super drunk and hungover or whatever. So I don't know if they literally found him just sleeping in the car or what it was, but somehow Raymond and Antonio were connected. And then they both were connected to Kendrick and Justly and decided to use their names, which is strange because I'm like, when did they even have time to agree that they were going to choose the two, the same two people? So part of me, part of me feels like that may have been some sketchy stuff going on on behalf of the investigators because maybe they already had a suspect in mind and just needed these two guys to kind of point them in the right direction. Mm. And then they were sloppy drunk anyway. Mm-hmm. Could they even rely on their story to take it for face value of what they saw? Right. That's you what know? surprised me so much. Cause I'm like, usually if someone was intoxicated when they witnessed something, the prosecutor and the defense, they want to keep them as far away from the stand as possible. Right. So right. your two main witnesses, your two main pieces of evidence, honestly, at this point were wasted. Right, that part. Justly ended up testifying on his own behalf and said he had nothing to do with the murder. So from the jump, he was already saying one story and sticking to it. Mm-hmm. He described what he did on the day of the murder, which included hanging out with Antonio Burnett, the 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. So according to him, they hung out earlier in the night before the murders would have even happened. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Antonio seems like he's a liar. A 16-year-old alcoholic. Well, we know he lied because he's lying about his age. He can't be 16 looking like that. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. That's a lie. That man ain't no 16. (laughs) Not here, not there, not anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) 
Antonio broke down. Shut that had, he had a a bad life at that sixteen, even back <laughs> in the day. Hard knock for sure. That's what it's giving. We don't know, and we're not going to even talk about their upbringing and stuff because there wasn't any information um yeah. available on that. But we can kind of you know speculate and talk about it at the end. Mm-hmm. Somehow, after one of the shortest trials ever. Judge Edwards found Justly guilty on all charges on January 12th, 2000. Just- and yeah, Justly. Justly is the the slim-headed guy. That one that Antonio Liam told on? Right. And he was also sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So out of the four of them, possibly five, Will, because Will had something to do with it, <laughs> Justly got picked out and he had to serve the time. Well, Justly got sentenced. Now it's Kendrick's turn because okay. Kendrick and Justly were charged with the same amount of charges. Mm-hmm. So now we're at Kendrick's trial. His trial didn't happen until May of the mm-hmm. same year. And the prosecution and the defense were going to try to take a better swing at the case this time because it was a little messy with the stuff that Antonio was claiming because he's a liar. So, for example, the prosecution decided not to question Antonio about seeing Kendrick with the gun Mm -hmm. because we already know that timeline is just completely shattered and a mess. (laughs) And they just didn't want to sabotage their case any more than they probably are just going to by trying this case anyway. Well, the thing is, she was shot one time. Right. So it's only one shooter. Yeah. Yeah, but you know how it works. If you are committing a crime and then a murder happens while you're committing that crime, you're going to be facing capital murder, felony murder, life in prison. So even if Kendrick shot and Mm -hmm. Justly didn't, they're both in the the same crap together. So they were together. If that's the truth. If this is true. Okay, go ahead. All right. And then the defense decided to ignore that part of Justly's trial too, which honestly I feel like would have helped Kendrick's case because their quote unquote witness was lying. Yeah. So I feel like if they brought this up, it would have been, Your Honor, we ask for a mistrial easily. Mm-hmm. There was even an officer that testified at Justly's trial that he saw Kendrick at the police department at around 8 30 a.m., which also showed that Kendrick was lying. I mean, I'm sorry, not Kendrick, Antonio, Antonio. was lying. Mm-hmm. Right. But they excluded that as well. What? Mm-hmm. Their defense teams, honestly, were not that good. I could have got these guys off. Uh-huh. So I feel bad. Wow. They done cut Antonio in 10, 50,000 lies. Nothing adds <laughs> up. You got an officer of the law that has nothing to gain from it. Testify another dude that say, hey, I saw him. You know, this exactly. dude, he couldn't have done it. They throw all the credible testimonies out. Yep. Took old man Antonio's. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call him Lion A. Lion Antonio, because you know my cousin's name was Antonio, and he used to lie a whole lot, and they used to call him L.A. And he thought uh, that they were trying to be cute, like he was from Los Angeles, and right. they would call him Lion Ass, Lion Ass Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> so then that's Antonio. Antonio. So we rest in peace, Antonio. Rest in peace, Antonio. My Antonio, Antonio was murdered, you guys. Yeah, he was by. Well, I ain't gonna say I can't say that online, but mm-hmm. I got my thoughts too. We, uh, we need to cover his case, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> side eye, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, uh, trick. But we're gonna we're gonna call this Antonio line A two, uh, L A. Okay, go ahead. Sixteen year old and just lying, just lying. 
It's sad, but we're going to kind of get to why he was lying. Okay, come on. <laughs> Might be so, jumping the gun, but come on. <laughs> you, but you be knowing stuff, Ma. You can't help it. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> so Kendrick Scott was convicted of all charges on June 1st, 2000. And y'all, these are the shortest trials ever. I can't even believe it. The trial just started in May and he's already, his life is over. Yeah. Two black men and a Jewish woman. What what mm-hmm. else? How much time you think they're going to... That's true, Mom. Someone was probably about to get, like, reelected and needed the public to see them working swiftly. I mean, a lot of stuff goes into it, but mostly oh, 19- racism. 1999, they were getting as many in as possible because they thought the year was um, ending. So go ahead. And try to just... <laughs> I just don't understand. Okay. <laughs> Mom, you remember 1999. Clearly 1999. more than I did. Don't oh, you want to okay. go? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Look, ain't ain't B and ain't Kimmy. They'll shout out. They'll know what I'm talking about. They'll know what you're talking about. I sure don't. (laughs) And then Kendrick was also sentenced to life in prison without parole. Mm, Both of them. Okay. Horrible. But who had evidence that them two together was there when Will said he saw one man running across the parking lot, Mm -hmm. not two. Mm -hmm. Um. Mom, there was no there was no other evidence for them to really go on. I mean, even the trial transcripts were pretty short because I'm like, you know, there was nothing to really discuss, nothing to really talk about. They didn't have nothing. Mm. This is odd. It's really weird. We have a 20 and a 24 year old. Okay, two intoxicated, unreliable individuals (laughs) claim they killed a woman. The police believe these two randos. And now these other two men are in jail for the rest of their lives. Jesus. Or are they? Oh. Or are they? Mm-hmm. Let's Will let's justice prevail. <laughs> Come through, justice. Come through. Let's continue. Okay, okay y'all. This is going to be hot as hell this summer and a lot of sun. And you know what that means. You need some sunglasses, okay? We got to protect our eyes just like we protect our peace and our space. And I have been using Gooder sunglasses. Gooder has these glasses that I've fallen in love with. They're only about $25 a pair, and it's so worth it. They come with a one-year warranty, 30-day free returns. They're super lightweight and comfortable. I have a pair. They're called It's Not Black. It's Obsidian. I really like it. All their shades have like really cool different weird names. But the main thing for me was that they're 100% polarized and they don't slip or bounce so once you put them on you can literally go jump roping take your ass in the ocean swim around and they're not going to slip or knock off your face i love it totally worth the 25 dollars and the one year warranty hello so if you guys want a really cute pair of sunglasses that you can depend on to not be cheap and crappy i highly recommend using gooder and if you want to support the show and pick up a pair for yourself or you know yeah boo Gooder is giving Black True Crime listeners free shipping on your first order. I'm going to throw the link down at the bottom in the show notes. So go to gooder.com, that's G-O-O-D-R.com slash Black True Crime and use code Black True Crime to get free shipping and let me know what you think. Okay, now back to the show. In 2009, an investigative journalist from Detroit named Scott Lewis learned of the case and started doing his own investigating. So... Scott actually knew about the case a long time ago because literally when it happened, he was one of the reporters that was on the scene. And he said from the jump, he felt like something was sketchy with the details of the case and what had gone on. So, you know, here we are, what, 
nine years, ten years after the murder, he's reinvigorated in it, reinterested. And it's mostly because Justly was like reaching out to him. And Justly was like, I don't belong in jail. Get me out. I need somebody to believe me. And I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So he found the right person because Scott really started digging deep and to see what he could find. And from what he was learning, he learned that the police never questioned Lisa's eight-year-old son. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Uh-huh. And he was in the car, you know, eight years old. You know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know a face when you see one. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was really strange that they never like interviewed him, but it also made me feel like they didn't really care. Like they just wanted to put someone in jail, even yeah. if it was the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Just foul. Two years later, Scott wrote a letter to Lisa's now 20-year-old son. His name is Charmus Skinner Jr. Okay. And he was actually in prison at the time on drug charges. Mm-hmm. And he spent some time in prison before on perjury charges. So Charmus wasn't doing so great. Anyway, Scott reached out to Charmus and basically asked him what he could remember from that day. And he recalled that he saw the gunman because he was in the front seat of the van when his mom was shot. So when his mom went up to the house, you know how kids be. Sometimes they get in the front just to hang out with their mom, whatever. And that's what he did. Yeah. And he said he saw the gunman's face. And he would never forget the face that he saw. What? Mm-hmm. This is some kiss, kid. <laughs> Where are you from, New Orleans? Yeah, kid. <laughs> <laughs> The description of the killer he provided was the killer was in his mid-30s. He had a heavy beard and a big nose. Antonio. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, oh my God. Girl, that's Antonio. He's a mid-30s. Baby even knew he looked old for 60. (laughs) Mom, oh my gosh. It's giving Antonio. Mid thirties, I'll go forty. Big nose and a big raggedy beard. No, because I need to know what he looked like at the time of the the murders. I need to know what he looked like when he came out the womb. If that's sixteen, good googling. He got uh, Benjamin Button syndrome. It's giving (laughs) Benjamin Button. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he does look. And if he had like a beard, I would a hundred percent think a hundred percent think it was Antonio. Oh, it's not so strange. strange. We're going to find out. Come on, will we? (laughs) Okay. So if you guys are on Patreon, obviously I posted a picture of Justly and Kendrick earlier, but here's a little picture of them now. They don't really give, I mean, because a big nose is relative, right? And let's be real. Lisa's children are probably Caucasian. If her husband is white we don't know what his race is they're probably caucasian they probably just see a black man with a big nose and think he just has a big nose but i if they full jews they can't talk because jews got real big nose and big ears honkers honkers and flappers no shape (laughs) no shape but yeah and then he never like mentioned a race so i'm not really sure what it was giving but we're gonna talk about it okay let's talk girl Mm -hmm. Charmus also remembered that the man he saw was alone. So there wasn't two people that was responsible. He just saw one person shoot his mom. Mm. Crazy. A quote from the letter 
is as follows. And this is the letter that he was writing to Scott, the guy Mm -hmm. that's trying to help him. Quote, I will never forget the person's face. And if it is him, I will testify against him. But if it's not, I would not mind testifying on his behalf. Wow. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to be involved in exonerating this person if they didn't do it. And I want to be full on involved with prosecuting this person and convicting the person if they did it. Okay. So by this time, let's see, eight, 16, he was 17 years old. No, he's like 20 now because it happened in 2019. I mean, I'm sorry, 1999. And then when he gets contacted, it's 2009. Right. So it was 10 years later. So he was uh, 18. Okay. Yeah, 18. Mm-hmm. Scott passed the information on to the Michigan Innocence Clinic and they'd taken on Justly's case and they reached out to Charmis so they could hear his account for themselves. And they actually went and visited him while he was in prison and showed him multiple pictures of Kendrick and Justly. And he said that the man Hold that killed up. his mother. Hold up. Uh oh. Charmis is the son? Yes. How he get locked up? What do you do? Mom, where have you been? I almost cussed at you. Where have you been? <laughs> I told you. What? Charmis went to jail for drug charges. Oh, Charmis got on the roadside. Charmis got the mommy done. He did. And he also went to jail for perjury for a little bit, too. So and it's not looking good too. for Charmis. Yeah, okay. he was. Okay, you with me? Yes, ma'am. All righty. So. <laughs> Happy Mother's so Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Love you so much. You're crazy. Okay. <laughs> so he was shown multiple pictures of Kendrick and Justly, and he said that the man that killed his mother was not in those pictures. No stuff. Yeah. No stuff. And then he signed a sworn affidavit, like saying, yes, I swear on the Bible that this is truth. And I believe him because he ain't got nothing to lose or gain. And when he purchased himself before, he wasn't lying about this. He was right. lying to save his own butt. But this is a vengeance or repentance for his mom. Recompense. 100% for his mom. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know, right? The members of that innocence clinic weren't playing any games and filed a motion for relief from judgment on Justly's behalf that same year. Uh-huh. By this time, it's 2011. But the same judge that convicted him in the first place, Judge Edwards, denied the request without even having a hearing. What? Yeah. He was like, nah, I'm good. I'm corrupt and I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. That's it. Pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is annoying. In 2012, the Innocence Clinic added Kendrick's case to their roster and filed a motion for relief of judgment for his case in 2013. So they had Justly first. Now they added Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And that motion was also denied without a hearing. Wow. What's up that judge? But I mean, this a role. <laughs> it was a different judge this time, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's just Michigan at this point. Wow. And the Michigan Court of Appeals ruled that this, the decisions couldn't be appealed. So they basically denied it without even having a hearing. Just to disrespect... They don't even respect the process of the legal system at this point. Because if I saw this, I don't know. I haven't spent a hill of a bean in no law school. But I can smell the fish from here in this case. 
It's funky. Where's the justice in that? Even if you made a mistake, you know, I would hate crow or blame mm-hmm. somebody or something. It's like, well, new evidence came to light <laughs> that wasn't I wasn't privy to before. And right. my fault I made a mistake. They didn't tell me this stuff, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like as a judge, you can easily say that the defense didn't do a good job or the prosecution didn't do a good job. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many other people you can blame a mistake on if that's what your basis is. But if it's not, if it's like actually getting justice, <laughs> I mean, you know, take it on the chin. Wow. Yep. The okay. clinic didn't give up, though, because in 2014, the Michigan Supreme Court decided to combine the two cases together. So they put homeboy Kendrick and a homeboy Justly together, and they ordered that they be remanded to the trial court for a joint hearing to decide if the men deserve new trials based on the newly discovered evidence. Wow. Prison was not nice to them they have aged twice in 15 years they really have i can't imagine what they went through in there wow and the fact that they're saying newly discovered evidence kind of ticks me off because they could have easily interviewed cj back Mm. in the day when he was eight years old and just avoided all of this right 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 they just didn't care Mm -mm. so what happened So the hearing was four days long. We're talking about the hearing that will allow them to have a new trial or not. Yes. And it took place in April of 2015. Mm -hmm. Charmis was obviously present and told the court how he'd never been interviewed about what happened to his mother or what he saw that day. But he vividly remembered what happened. And he said after his mom drove to the gas station and fell out of the van. This is really sad. He crawled back into the back seats with his siblings who were all screaming and crying. Oh, a two-year-old and ten a day old. Ten day old. Driving frantic they're riding frantically in this car where their mom is shot and then she essentially dies, like, you know, outside of the car. She later is pronounced dead at the hospital, but I mean she was shot in the chest. She was shot directly in the heart. So Jeez, they meant to kill. That's what it seems like. Seems very targeted. So I feel like nowadays a lot of people are struggling with anxiety and issues sleeping i don't know if it's just society or what the hell we're all going through but we all have our different ways of coping right like my ideal way of coping is eating a bunch of snacks right now since i'm hella pregnant but for those of you out there that can actually indulge in what i'm about to tell you about i highly suggest trying out microdose gummies our show today is sponsored by microdose gummies and they deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel the right amount of good. It shows you the amount of doses that you should be taking to really get the desired effect that you want. And if you're the type of person that likes to still be highly functioning and get your day going while feeling a little bit of a buzz or a nice warm THC hug, then this is definitely something that I highly recommend you try. Microdose is available nationwide, so regardless of your state's stance on THC, you can still get Microdose. And if you kind of want to know more about what you're getting into before you even purchase it, go to Microdose.com and use code BLACKTRUECRIME to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, visit Microdose.com and use our code BLACKTRUECRIME to get free shipping and 30% off your order. Links can be found in the show description. All righty. Let's get back to the episode. He said after Lisa's murder, he basically shut down. He didn't want to talk to any of his family members about what he witnessed, but he would have talked to police if they even tried to hear his side of the story. They just never did. And my thing is, Will, you ain't off the hook. Will is the dad. You ain't off Mm -hmm. the hook. 
Because if you wanted justice for your wife that mm-hmm. you love, or your tr- three children, mm-hmm. your impatient wife, I would have uh, drilled my eight-year-old. Okay, oh, baby. Yeah. I know you traumatized. I know, but we got to get this so-and-so who yep. did this to mommy. Did you see yep. anything? Yeah. You know? Just the basics. I don't feel like he even did the basics of what a man that cares would have done. No. And it's really, really weird. Jesus. Continue. Okay. A cousin of Raymond Jackson, one of Mm -hmm. the snitches, I'll put him back on the screen, (laughs) the older one, claimed that Raymond recanted his trial testimony twice to her. So once in 2002 and again in 2006 before his death in 2008. He died? Yes. So we can't even corroborate the statements, but there's really no reason for a complete stranger to lie on her dead cousin about two men she doesn't even know. She said he told her that he lied to the police because he was scared of them and didn't want to be prosecuted himself. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's relatable, mm-hmm. you know, but it's also messed up because now you've ruined two completely innocent lives. Wow. Antonio Burnett, the 16-year-old, however, <laughs> 6-year-old, 61, however you want to look they at it. They got them numbers mixed up. They meant 61. They turned it around <laughs> like my grandma did when she was 92. She said, uh-uh, that's 29. <laughs> they turn that 16 around <laughs> good lord he does not give 16 either way he's still alive and Today? yeah mm-hmm. and he was able to testify at the hearing and he even admitted that he falsely implicated kendrick and justly and only pointed the finger at the two men because police quote whooped on him during the interrogation and he felt like they already had justly as a suspect at this point what yeah they put their hands on him well that's what he said i don't know if they were like physically whooping on him or verbally being really harsh i don't know but he said he was afraid that if he didn't tell the police what they wanted to hear then he would be charged with the murder wow and this is again super plausible he's 16 years old they're threatening him with the chair like i would probably say anything too yeah just crazy and now it was time for the clinic lawyers to provide an alternative suspect. And who do you think that was? Will. It was Will Gendred. They shared with the courts how there were multiple occasions where Will was physically abusive toward Lisa. Mm. According to the clinic lawyers, there were reports that showed, quote, a series of violent domestic incidents between Will and Lisa Kendrick, including one where Will assaulted Lisa and threatened to kill her whole family. On at least two occasions, police confiscated 22 caliber weapons from Will after such domestic incidents. Good God Almighty. And they didn't think to look at him the, at the first time. This is what I'm saying. It's, it's that tunnel vision thing. It's that case closed quickly thing. Wow. Laziness. 22 caliber gun. And let's talk about it. Where is the gun that Justly used to shoot Lisa? Where is the gun that Kendrick supposedly had? Where is the evidence? The only evidence of a 22 caliber weapon in this whole entire case is connected to her husband, Will. My Strange. Soup's strange. And even if Will didn't shoot her, whoever did could have gotten the gun from Will. Yeah. The judge, Judge Callahan, after the hearing, decided that the motion for a new trial was denied. 
The judge admitted that Lisa's murder looked less like an attempted robbery and more like a planned hit orchestrated by her husband, Will, but that Kendrick and Justly could have just been the hitman, the co-conspirators. What? Mm-hmm. What, what ties them to it? The words of a drunk and a mentally ill man. Wow. Mm-hmm. In May 2016, the clinic lawyers tried again, but the Court of Appeals upheld the previous ruling until July of 2018, mm. when the Supreme Court finally decided to reverse both Kendrick and Justly's convictions and gave them new trials. Hmm. Finally. Finally. The court, the court said, quote, newly discovered evidence of Skinner's testimony in conjunction with the other evidence that will be presented on retrial will make a different result probable. End quote. Well, they didn't even have to get them newly if they had went on the other two years earlier. Mm-hmm. Good grief. A blind man could see yeah. that the outcome will be different. Mm-hmm. On November 28th, 2018, the Wayne County Prosecutor's Office dismissed all the charges against Kendrick and Justly. So they chose not to even retry these men. They knew they were going to look so foolish. So stupid and waste, and waste all that doggone money. money. Because mm-hmm. they had to give them restitution. Did oh, they? we're going to get to it. Okay. Look, did they? <laughs> That's 18 and years I- of their lives. 18 years, exactly. I was just about to say, and after almost 20 years in the penitentiary, the two men were released. Wow. They were released. Dear Lord. Ugh. If you're on Patreon, you see this really moving video of them being reunited with some of their family members and stuff. It was nice. Dear Lord. Mm-hmm. In 2019, both men filed separate lawsuits against Detroit police officers Barbara Simon and Catherine Adams, claiming they coerced Antonio and Raymond into falsely fingering them for the murder. Ew. But you know what I meant. Mm-hmm. And child, they won. Praise God. At least they won something this time. Mm-hmm. Justly was awarded $930,000. And... Kendrick was awarded $910,000 from the state of Michigan. Not and that's only, that's only from like the state lawsuits that they have mm-hmm. because they still have federal lawsuits pending. So in November of 2022, the city of Detroit agreed to settle those lawsuits and the two men ended up receiving an $8 million judgment each. That's what I'm talking about. Woo-hoo! Recompense. Recompense. You don't get them. Hit them where it hurt. They can get some facelifts and get some of their youth back, but who? That's oh. going to help. Mom, looks are everything. Baby, penitentiary, whoop their butt. They shouldn't look <laughs> like that, but it's okay. It's okay. They're going to get some therapy and mm. some hair plugs if they want them, and they're going to be good. <laughs> they're definitely giving Bert and Ernie <laughs> in like a very slender, crushed head type of way. No shape. <laughs> Oh my goodness, KZ, they got almost $9 million each total. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's, 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 that's justice. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I can get with that. <laughs> a semblance of it. It's the least they can do. Yeah. Is make sure these men never have to work again. That's right. If they invest a good, but uh, <laughs> they didn't lose their lives. Thank God. Right. Right. You know, they went through some hard time. They paid for that money, but hey, 
Mm-hmm. They got they it. They earned it. Yeah. Just and in they a had very, the very hard lives. way. You know. They do. They yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a clip from a short interview Jesse did just explaining how he feels about being out and what he missed out on while he was in jail. So mm-hmm. listen to this. Well, I got incarcerated like in 1999. Um, I think I was like 24. Really? I missed out on life in general, you know, saying the uh, possibilities of experiencing life, doing something different in life, uh, having children, birthdays, you know, saying seeing my nephews born, you know, it, it, it's a lot. He was saying it was a lot. That was the, the last word that he was going to say. But as you can see, he just needed to get out of prison. He put on some weight. He looks he healthier. He does. I mean, 180. He does. Good job. That's Justly. Mm-hmm. Justly, wasn't it? That's Justly, yeah. Nice. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy for him. Me too. Mm. So where are they now, you may be asking. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, from what I can see, 44-year-old Justly, who we just saw, has been working in construction. Um, I'm not sure if the settlements have paid out yet. He just got the $9 million one in 2022, so who knows how they're going to break that up. But either way, good for him for getting out there and just starting to live his life. He has a skill. He's using it. Um, He has a couple of LinkedIn accounts, which I think is really cute. And I wasn't able to find much on 40-year-old Kendrick. He may just want his privacy, and I don't blame him. Kayla? Huh? Where is Antonio? Is he off the hook for lying? What they do oh, yeah. with that baby? Oh, Antonio, then they never faced any charges or trouble for what they said. Um, I didn't look into Antonio because he was a minor at the time and I didn't. It's kind of hard to find information in regards to a minor at that time. But who who knows where he's at? Um, I don't know how I really feel about it. I know that you put you're put in a situation where it's just like self-preservation or death. And maybe that's how they felt being in that situation. And it just really sucks that. You know, yeah. Kendrick and Justly had to suffer for it. Yeah. And because he was still a a baby, 16, mm-hmm. man child. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you have compassion and understand that he was scared. He was scared. Police can be brutal. But oh, where is Will and who did it? Did they find out who did it? Great question. Lisa's murder is now unsolved. And... Yeah, Michigan police would love to know any information you may have that leads to the solving of this murder. They're not like actively asking for help, but I mean, they should be. So if you guys know anything, reach out, man. So is um Prince Charming, um, whatever the son name, <laughs> is he still locked up? <laughs> Prince Charming? What's his, his name? name Charmus. Oh, Charmus. <laughs> Something isn't. I, I don't know if Charmus is still locked up. He was in jail for drug charges in, what, 2011? So hopefully he's not still in jail hmm. for drug charges 12 years later, but... Who knows? Where the babies? They're not babies anymore. The ten day old and the Yeah, they're not babies anymore. Uh I guess they're living and thriving. I don't know. I didn't look too much into that. I couldn't even find a picture of Will. So I don't know if he changed his name. He just ducked off the face of the planet so he doesn't get caught for what he may have done to his wife or had done to his wife. And yeah, no action has been done on that front. What about insurance policies? Did anything show up? Did he try to claim some money? 
Because greed is always behind it somehow. I mean, great question, mom. The only way that I would be able to have that information is if I'm able to talk to Will or someone cares enough to research that and and release that type of information. Because from this case, all they cared about was getting somebody for it clearly and then once all of this stuff started to come out it was more so just like get these men out of prison not really solve the case right so i don't know i pray to god he didn't get no check i'm telling you uh you know at least until i don't know because he may not have done it but if he got a check hopefully it goes to his children and you know they can access it at a certain time i don't really know right that part too many questions wow 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 well well i'm happy about that prince charming did walk in integrity he didn't lie on those men he was he, mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to get blood he just wanted yeah. his mom her murder to be dealt Solved. with her. yeah you know so yeah. he had some some character you know because mm-hmm. he could have just lied yeah he lied before so he could have said yeah that's them you know what have mm-hmm. you especially knowing that they didn't have another person to right. fill the gap right and i remember there was a video a small video and they talked about how he always thought that his mom's killers were you know caught like he thought the police got the right person and you know he's eight years old he doesn't know and the guys that they got kendrick and jesse were convicted the year after she died Hmm. so it's kind of like you know he would have never known who it was or who it wasn't how to see their faces nothing like that so i'm really really glad that scott reached out and said like hey you know let me show you these pictures of these men as no one else has i just wonder did his daddy at any time say don't say nothing because you know that that's an eight-year-old baby boy and that was his dad yeah you mean tell me he saw something he never went to dad said dad i saw who did this to mom or dad you know somebody ain't nobody talks to that baby all this time i know i don't i just don't know if anyone's asking the right questions and Mm -hmm. you know we will only ever know what anyone decides to share with the public yeah shoes scott could have had a conversation with Charmis and some more stuff came out that was really useful but they're just not sharing it because maybe they're investigating or how you know how that goes sometimes so there's just so many unanswered questions it's a good case though yeah they ain't gonna bring lisa back but no i need to know more okay but anyway well well that's the case (laughs) these two brothers got out the two brothers got out and got paid you know yeah it never uh bringing back the 15 18 years they lost but yeah it helped cushion it a little bit (laughs) nine million definitely a great start to the rest of their lives (laughs) yeah 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 so yeah let us know what you guys thought about this week's case um yeah doggone it it was a little bit of a doozy and you know i love ones that stir up conversation so i want to know do you guys think that kendrick and justly are innocent do you guys think that antonio and raymond are really the ones that did it or do you think will is somehow involved in all of this all of that let us know Girl, if we was on tour, them little lawyers in your courtroom, they would be having at this. <laughs> and speaking of the tour, oh, it was a blast. Oh, yeah. I miss my Brooklyn friends. We really but, did. But uh, um, where we go? 
Virginia. Yes. <laughs> Richmond. <laughs> yeah, Richmond and Houston. And Houston. Oh, yeah. they came out. They showed out. We had a good time and uh mm-hmm. it was very fun. And uh, it was. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait to do it again, honestly, and just get more of you guys out this time because we wanted to keep it really cute and intimate. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think the more the merrier and yeah the vibes were immaculate they so were, you, i definitely you, can't you wait. have the best friends you, you and Kate Kristen have the best friends i mean they're genuine they were yeah. so genuine and 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 love y'all and it was just so um just natural yeah just yeah. natural it was it was a treat and uh you know we really appreciate you all support and <laughs> love and friendship and and y'all um what's that baby gonna be their 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 nephew, yes, <laughs> him coming soon yeah. and him growing and we're happy about it and uh, <laughs> yeah we'll be having a virtual baby shower soon right? Yes we will. I will keep you guys updated. We just have to get mom to actually get my registry together because hello she's slacking, but yeah that's gonna be um, <laughs> announced as soon as possible. Honestly, I'm working. Mama working. okay well we love y'all so much we do and And it's kristen this week yeah but she will be back next week it'll be all three of us your favorites (laughs) and we hope you have a great week happy mother's day happy mother's day and remember (laughs) be safe safe. be safe protect your peace protect your peace and protect your space and protect your space So we don't have to cover your case, friend. Period. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye, friends. Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can stream all of our episodes on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Facebook. It's the best way to help the show grow, and it's completely free. For bonus content, you can find us on Patreon. And for more information about the show, you can visit BlackTrueCrime.com. See you next time.